Welcome to Training for Manhood, an ongoing exploration and adventure intended to be fast, fun, and formative for guys who desire to be the best men they can. Young or old, there are always areas for improvement, growth, and maturity. We hope you'll pay attention and put into practice the useful advice you hear on this podcast. But remember, the goal isn't just to listen, but to do what you learn. Welcome to Training for Manhood. All right, well, this is Dan Panetti back with another session of Training for Manhood. Uh, I've got my good friend Matt Shaheen with me, and we're going to talk about, uh, and I don't want to I don't want to get people to turn this off immediately, <laughs> right? But we're going to talk about politics, but not politics in kind of that normal sense of the word politics. It's more of the, how do I, as a, as a man, engage in my community so that I can make a difference, right, in a positive way in my community? And so, Matt, give us a little bit of background on who you are, and why we're talking to you. Well, Dan, uh, first of all, thanks for introducing me and then being concerned people were going to turn off the podcast. <laughs> that was that was uh, really nice. Was that Matt? Yeah, click. <laughs> no, it was more the topic, not you. Well, so, uh, yeah, this is uh, Matt Shaheen, and uh, I am blessed to uh, be married to my wife, Robin. We will be celebrating 28 years, October nice. 30th. Yeah, we, We've got three kids. We've got our daughter, Celia, that's graduated from the University of Texas. She was super smart. Yes. yes. A lot smarter than her than her dad, <laughs> that's for sure. So she takes on her mom's side. She's in North Carolina. We're going to go visit her soon. Then I've got a daughter, Abby, who graduated from East Texas Baptist University. Anybody you. Uh, Love Abby. It, it's yeah. great. It's a great school. Yes. Great. I liked it because of the football, Division three football. And she's uh, in seminary working at Prestonwood Baptist Church. And then my son, Sam, the troublemaker in our family, uh, up in <laughs> he Arkansas. Might, he might be listening to this. No, come on now. <laughs> he knows. I've talked to him about it. So, uh, been in Texas since 95. Came and, from Virginia. Uh, came from Virginia. Grew up in Virginia, in the Shenandoah Valley. There were a real small town. Uh, if people remember Ralph Sampson, the basketball player. Absolutely. Went to, How can you uh, forget Ralph Sampson? Seven foot four or seven foot two, Maybe whatever he is. one of the greatest is. college basketball players ever. He was. Patrick Ewing was the big competition yes. at Georgetown versus Ralph Sampson at the University of Virginia. Those were and some good days. It really was. Great skill. And then um, work in the technology field, been in the technology field for about 30 years, and that uh, that's an exciting field, constantly changing. And uh, and then when I'm not busy with work, raising my family, I serve in the Texas legislature, and uh, that's been a blessing for my fourth term. I'm serving right now. I love it. So you're a state representative in the Texas legislature. There's 150 150 representatives. folks right who do that, and then there's what? Th- how many? 31 senators. 31 uh, senators. So you have 150 psalms and 31 proverbs. I love it. That's good. So what I wanted to talk to you about was just kind of that uh, that younger guy and, and I talk to a lot of young people who when you mention anything that has to do with politics um, they immediately kind of tune you out um, I don't want to talk about that I'm not interested in that you know politics has kind of gotten a bad name uh, and I think about when I look through scripture about how much God has given us a responsibility uh, to be active in our communities to be a voice of truth and reason and I think politics is one of those opportunities that we get to do that And I think just the idea of why should we do that? Why should we be involved as men uh, in our community? I think about, I've mentioned this before in another uh, podcast, but I think about the Proverbs 31 man. Mm -hmm. As you go through Proverbs 31 and it talks about the woman, uh, it literally says that her husband was sitting at the city gate, 
right, where um, the, the issues of the day were being discussed and he was a part of that conversation. Uh, and then I think about just as we go through and, and as Paul uh, gives Christians you know, just kind of the um, you know, the charge to be good citizens. Uh, mm-hmm. I think about, you know, when uh, you, you've got the uh, um, the Jews spread out all over uh, and God is talking to them, you know, through the prophet Jeremiah and he says, hey, um, you know, help your community be uh, successful and productive because as the community goes, so go you, right? So if things are going well, then your family's going to go well. And so be a, be an active part of the community, right? He's like, you know, uh, you know, raise a family and, and, and you know, get involved in the, in the things that are going on around you. And so just if I were a young person and I was, you know, graduating from college and about to start my business, about to start a family, all those different things, uh, why would you say, what would you say to that young person um, about why it's important to be uh, involved in their community and then what does that look like? Well, you know, a couple of things. First of all, it's there's negative consequences if Christians aren't involved uh, in the community, uh, whether that's you know serving on nonprofits or you know city boards, county boards, or if they want to run for office. Uh, there are significant decisions that are made that impact our lives right. on a daily and, basis. And somebody's making them. So yeah. if, you're, if you're not going to be involved, just understand decisions are actually still going to be made. You're yeah. just not part of the process. And look, I, I, you know, I get it. A lot of politics is not the most exciting thing, especially <laughs> if when you talk about local politics, right? You know, your city council person deals with your, you know, your water, your trash collection, your your pets, but they also, you know, impact your your taxes and your police budget and your fire budget. So right. they, they have a direct impact to you. So yeah, a lot of topics that are that are political in nature may not be the most exciting, but they make more and more, it seems every year, they make substantial decisions that impact us significantly. So the question for the young man who's, uh, you know, who's probably starting his career or, uh, you know, starting his family is, do you want to be a part of that? Do you want to have a voice in that? Right. And if you don't have a voice, there could be significant negative consequences that impact your quality of life in a significant way. Right. So somebody's going to have a voice and think about, you know, 10 other people, right? Five or six of them are completely crazy uh, and they're all registered to vote and they're voting. <laughs> right. So if, if your voice is not a part of that conversation and their voices are right, you're bringing uh, reason, understanding, intelligence to the conversation. I, I think that's a great way to start is somebody else's voice is going to be right a part of that conversation and they're going to be using your money right to That's take right. care of their issues so yeah. if, if you know if the city and the community are going to be taxing you and using your funds for that you're working hard for at least you should have a voice in how those things are going to be yeah i mean at a minimum right we should be voting right and you know there's more to voting than is showing up on election day or during early voting you got to do a little bit of research okay so help a person think through that so because, you know because even if we're talking we're talking about local state or federal elections when i when i think about going to vote right there's obviously party systems right mm-hmm. there's a republican there's a democrat um, you know, a lot of people are kind of like, hey, I don't want to re- re- vote Republican, Democrat. I'm kind of an independent person. I, I vote for the person, not the party, all those different things. So right. there's a lot of different thoughts kind of going through a person's head. Help a person um, kind of think through the idea. I want to get registered to vote. I want to go vote. Where do I begin the process of learning about this political system that's going on? Yeah, I mean, so to your point, Dan, a lot of people will go to the polls and they know who they're going to vote for president. 
but right. there are district judges. <laughs> Hundreds of other people. <laughs> yeah. <that> <laughs> <Right>. There <laughs> are district judges that literally make life and death decisions in the state of Texas. True, true. Uh, yeah. you we know, have to we, vote for all of our judges in yeah. Texas. Yeah, and then your, there's your state representative, your state senators, your, your council men and women, your commissioners. Those people you know, significantly impact your, your, your life. And the problem is a lot of people go into the ballot, into the, uh, the polling area and they have no concept that those individuals. So what I would always recommend is, and it's very easy in the state of Texas, you can get a ballot. Uh, you can go to your County website. You can talk to friends, but go into the polling booth knowing who's on that ballot and make some decisions based on that. I have literally had people tell me that I voted for so-and-so because they had the most yard signs in our neighborhood. Okay. Literally. Now, you've also had this where because your name was first or second on a ballot, yeah. you've gotten more or less votes just because your name was above somebody's, right? Which I've just, heard it that literally you have blows a, my mind. I, I've heard that you have, like, depending on the race, uh, you can have, like, anywhere from, like, a 3 to 5% advantage if your name's first. Right. Literally. Right. And which, so, which yeah. by the way, they, they, like, they flip a coin for that or something like that, right? And they change it and all we, the different we things. We actually draw, draw. Um, we all draw like, a ping pong ball out yep. of a basket, and whoever has the, the 1 versus the 0 gets gets to choose, right. and you choose right. first. But that, but that, yes. So people go in there. I know who I'm going to vote for, president, but right. I don't know all the other down-ballot things. So instead of not voting for them... What you're saying is take a little bit of time, right? Find out where these people stand on on particular issues. How would a person go about finding out, right? Where, right? Like, let's say where you stand on particular issues that are going to be important to them. How yeah, I mean, and it's now? it's so incredibly easy now. I mean, you at at a minimum, you can go to the party website okay. and see who's running for office, see where their stands. Each candidate obviously has websites now. They have social media. It, you, I mean, it, you almost have to be purposefully trying to ignore that right. that that information not to understand so the data is available what i would suggest people do is you know at a minimum do that be educated on who's on the ballot going in and vote and but try to be the person that people go to as far as you know guidance suggestions sure. on who to vote for yeah. if you're going to do a little bit of research other people want to know what yeah. you've learned as well so and then important. what you can do is you know that can then lead to different opportunities you're going to see more and more as an individual that's knowledgeable about the candidates on the ballot after a while you might start wanting to get involved in politics get involved in specific candidate races help them out there's a plethora of things that you can do to volunteer from minimum of delivering signs to knocking on doors to making sure your friends get out and vote to donating. There's just so much. I really believe God put us on earth. Obviously, the Bible says over and over again to, to live a life of purpose and to glorify him. And we're supposed to do more than just earn a living. Right. Uh, we're supposed to do that. We're supposed to provide for our families. But there's so much more that we're supposed to do. We're given gifts and talents, and we've got to use those uh, for the betterment of our community, whether that's volunteering at a food pantry, serving on the board of a nonprofit, uh, or the political arena, whether you're serving uh, a candidate, helping a candidate, or being a candidate yourself. Okay, so let's talk about the political parties, Okay, uh, because they exist, they whether do. you want them to or not. <laughs> um, how would a person go about evaluating... Um, you know, my, my parents were this, or my friends are that, or this particular candidate, right? You know, you, you've got a, you know, a Trump or a Biden or a Clinton or whatever, you know, somebody at the top of the ticket. And so you're like, what? Well, I, I don't like that party because of so-and-so, right? How do you evaluate political parties so that as I go into the, um, you know, as you said, the, the polling place, 
Um, that's part of the conversation because when you know when you're electing somebody, when you're putting somebody in, they're representing a party. That's right. Uh, and that party has a lot of influence in getting a person elected and then helping to get that person right to be a successful in your you know your case a, a successful legislator. Your party has a lot of uh, influence. Right. And getting you information and, and resources and different things like that, because, right, that that's important for that particular part. So the party is important, if even if you want to ignore it. Right. That, right. that political system works. So what would you say to a person uh, about the political party system, the Republican, Democrat? Right. That concept. What should they know about? It? You know, it's 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 really an interesting area of discussion. You know, the Bible says you're supposed to be prepared to give an accounting to defend your your faith. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really, the parties. They are very different, whether, you know, the obvious ones are Republican, Democrat, but you also have others like Libertarian and uh, Green Party. And, of course, you have Socialist, Communists, believe it or not, that exist in in the United States. Those aren't very strong parties, but they're out there, uh, which should be a a concern. (laughs) We can talk about that. But but, um, more of a concern. (laughs) But, you know... To your point, right, you you do need to get educated on what the parties believe in addition to the candidates. But the reality is you can tell pretty much what a person's going to believe based on their on their party. Okay. I mean, this the reality is if somebody is a Republican like I am, they probably are going to be tend to be more conservative. They're going to tend to be more pro-life. They're going to tend to be more traditional family, limited government. I mean, that's just the reality, whereas you're Democrat, you know, is the opposite of those, does see government as more of a solution than, uh, you know, just the societal impacts of family and, and uh, our nonprofit communities and those types of things. So there's significant differences. And again, just like I was talking about the different candidates, you can find the information on where the where the parties lie. But I really think it's it's more than that, right? It's being educated on the parties. But as a, you know, a young male, again, you're starting up your, your, your family, mm-hmm. you're getting your career, you have to give I believe uh, an accounting of, you know, why did why are you suggesting that people vote for this person or why are you voting for this person or why do you tend to lean towards this political party or maybe are a member of, of a party? You need, you need to be able to give an accounting. You need to be able to articulate that to your friends and family. Uh, and again, you can broaden your influence over time with your ability to do that. So it's really, again, the answers to these are, is really simple. It's a matter of making it a priority and focusing on them. Yeah. Um, what would you say would be one thing that a, a young person could do? Uh, just, I want to get involved. I want to know more. So they're starting to do some research into the different um, elections that are coming up, the different individuals, the different you know policy issues. Um, I always say the, the concept of you know find a good person that you really um, believe in, right? Mm-hmm. Like like a Matt Shaheen. Can we throw that out there for people here in Plano? <laughs> um, but find a good person that you believe in and, and actually do a little bit on their campaign, right? G- give a give a few dollars towards it. Walk a few neighborhoods. Put a few signs out. Begin to get involved in the process, and then you'll begin to learn so much more about it. So it's not just a how can you help out, but it's I think it's one of the really important ways of learning how the system works by getting connected with somebody who's actually running well, you, for something. You, you said it perfectly. I, I think one of the things that surprises people is how accessible people are right. in office. Right, there true. are probably, and I'm not exaggerating, probably over a thousand people that have my cell phone. Uh, you know, you mentioned 150 state representatives. It's it's designed that way so that you can't have that one-on-one interaction with your state representative, with your city cal- council person, with your county elected official. It's designed that way. And, and people are shocked. You literally can connect. Send an email. 
to an individual that either is either in office or if you know somebody that's running for office, you can connect with that person and communicate your interest in being involved in their campaign. It happens, you know, constantly, but it's actually pretty easy. So if you see somebody in your research that uh, sparks a, a particular interest, reach out to them, send that's, them an email, call them, yeah, that, tell them you so want to get involved. Because most of the, the national news, right, is going to be talking about uh, the presidential, right, right, you know, Congress, Senate, those people are a little bit further removed because they they, repre- they represent you know, hundreds of thousands, right? Or if you're a you know a senator in Texas, you're representing you know, thirty million, thirty million people, right? right? So That's not right. everybody has access to them. That's right. So as you get down to right that lower that uh, local that state government. It's designed so that we can have interaction with and get to know the people. And I think that's one of the important things. If you want to know more about how the political system works, get to know some of the people in it, learn to ask questions, find out why they stand on these particular issues, begin to have those conversations and discussions with them, and then realize, hey, I'm, I'm a citizen that not only are they representing, but I'm a citizen who's supposed to be actually holding them accountable. So well, that's how, right. how did they do in this particular session? How did they vote on these particular things? They're representing you as an individual, and you need to make sure they do a good well, job of that. That's exactly right, because your relationship with that candidate or somebody in office doesn't end after Election Day. Right. I, you know, I get lots of texts and phone calls when I'm on the floor of the House, <laughs> people checking in to see how... How am I voting? You know, what's going on with this particular bill? That's a specific interest. So, yeah, I mean, it's really an awesome thing. You you get it. The system is designed for local government, again, state, city and uh, county to have that one on one interaction. You're right. Uh, U.S. Senator, you're probably not going to. I think a, a congressman, you know, represents about approaching 800,000 people. So but but even them, you can talk to their staff, those types of things. But, yeah, city council, state representative. Get their cell phone number. I love it. What's one thing um, that a person could do for you? So if they if they wanted to say, hey, my you know my state representative, uh, my city council member, my whatever. What's one thing that a person maybe has done that you've you've noticed? Yeah, that's a, that's a really neat thing. I wish more people would do that. You know, I represent now um, about one hundred ninety six thousand people. And I'm never going to meet 196,000 people. I would love to, but that's just not a reality. You know, having people advocate for me that uh, have met with me, that have worked with me, that, uh, you know, maybe we've we've worked on, you know, specific uh, legislative issues. For them to then turn around and advocate on my behalf. Hey, I know Matt Shaheen and he was responsive and he has 100% meeting uh, policy and, you know, I agree with them probably on 90% of the issues and, and it really encourage people to support us and vote for us. And that's really um, how I think, you know, being in office for four terms and uh, has really grown my, my um, you know, knowledge of my, of my district or the people in my, in my district is really that one-on-one advo- advocacy that other individuals do on my behalf. It's a huge, huge help. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the other things that that when I talk to people about politics, one of the things they don't like, uh, and we've we've talked about this and we've seen it, right? It's just when it when it comes to election time, unfortunately, a lot of the ads become negative. They do, right? yeah. And so it, be, it becomes a um, you know uh, Matt Shaheen, right, is a terrible person. <laughs> um, you know he, he's gonna you know hurt your kids. 
right? He's going to destroy your business. He's going to, right? And all of a sudden, instead of just saying, um, I don't agree with Matt on X, Y, and Z, or, you know, Matt voted, like, holding you accountable, Matt voted for this, right? And I don't agree with Matt. All of a sudden, right, to, to you know, demonize and vilify you as a person, and, and not because your ideas I don't agree with, but but all of a sudden it becomes something about you. Yeah. I, I think that's one of the things that I, I watch, and I, I get that people don't like that. I don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> Um, I've been on the receiving oh, end. Yeah, you've been, you're like, Here's a, I'm not a bad guy, right? Hey. Um, but I think, right, what would you say to the young person who's saying, well, I don't like it because it becomes negative. I think you still have to be involved. And and if you don't like the negative, then don't, don't lean towards that, right? Don't allow that to become an influence for you, but but do it differently. Yeah, and it's a, it's a terrible, unfortunate reality that, uh, negative campaigning is effective. Yes, it's it just is. highly effective. It's been proven. And and there's obviously a coarseness in our culture, uh, social media, obviously, that, uh, you know, people say stuff in emails and social media they would never say to your face. That's right. Uh, but the reality is the negative TV ad, the negative mailer is effective. So I would say, you know, don't let that draw you away from it. Engage it and improve upon it. You know, there's a lot of people out there that have been hurt by... Um, by Christians, by the church. And so that influences their relationship with Christ. And mm. it really shouldn't. It shouldn't. Uh, at all. Right. Um, so don't let this negativity, uh, you know, cause you not to be engaged in politics because it goes ver- back to the very beginning of this discussion. At the end of the day, there's a significant decisions that are being made that are going to impact your life that you really need to, to be a part of. You really should be. So, yeah, are there negative things about politics? Yes, and there always will be. It's not. It's nothing new. I mean, the editorials used to write terrible things about Abraham Lincoln. Right. Um, you know, now it's more twenty-four hours. But uh, so it's always going to be part of that. It's it's our fallen nature to do those types of things. The, to, the best way to counter that is to be involved and uh, move against it. Amen. Okay, so I always try to give a to do. So I'm I'm a I'm a man, and I you know I want to do something right. That's yep. kind of my nature. That's how I'm, how I'm wired. Uh, I would say this and see what you say. Mm-hmm. I'd say at the bare minimum, right, as a, as a member of your community, right, whether you have a family, just, you know, you're a businessman, whatever you're doing, the bare minimum, you need to be registered to vote and actually yeah. go vote. Yeah. So when I, when I look at your voting record, I need to see, right, that you are voting in these particular elections. An informed vote, right, would, would be kind of a bare minimum as well. So you need to do a little bit of research. But anything that you would add to that? Yes, uh, I would. There are items to vote on right now as we are speaking. There are eight constitutional amendments to the Texas Constitution. Um, I would encourage all your listeners to read up on those. You can easily just Google them and uh, read up on those and make a decision and go in and vote. One of the special things about Texas is uh, our government is very limited. Our legislature only meets every two years. We're essentially volunteer and any kind of significant changes require the approval of our citizenry. And so we have eight, literally eight changes to the Texas Constitution that the legislature can't do unilaterally. Uh, we need to get the approval from our citizens. So at a minimum, yes, you're absolutely right. Get registered to vote. Make sure you can vote. And you have an opportunity to do it literally this evening before 7 p.m. in Collin County. Go out I and love vote. It. I love it. And your your particular office, you're up for election every two every years. Every two years. Right? Yeah. So you serve one legislative session 
uh, and then you have to run for election. Uh, a state not senator. the brightest thing I've ever done, but yeah. yes, that's, that's right. <laughs> state senator is a little bit long. Yeah, right? four years. Yeah, four years. <laughs> so um, that's one of the important things is just realizing that once you understand your role as a citizen, uh, just realize that it's it's you know it's a constant process where yeah. you get to be part of your community. People are running for office constantly on a local, a, a county, a state, right, a federal level. And, and it's going to take some work for you. But I think that's one of the responsibilities that we have as men is to look for those people that we can get that information from. As you said, you can do a little bit of work on the Internet, right? You can Google people. You can find out that information. You can talk to people that are in, uh, involved in your community that you know, that you trust, that you can say, hey, who do I vote for? Give me the reasons why. You can meet with people who are running for office. I think that's super important. And then you can get involved in somebody's campaign so you can realize yeah. how this process well, works. Well, there's always an upcoming election. Always, yes. Um, you know, you have, uh, of course, constitutional amendments here. Next March, there'll be each political party will Primary have their primaries. Elections. Next May will be city and school boards. And then next November will be a, a midterm for all the U.S. congressional candidates. The And, and the every single House member... Right, so all 435 all, of them, they're literally all up for election. Yeah, for at the U.S. Right, level. At the U.S. Yep. level, a third of the Senate is up. That's right. right? So it's a, it's a really um, awesome thing that we have, the structure of our government. I know that uh, maybe, maybe an appreciation of the governmental system that we have, because there's so many people in the world today that would love to have a part in their governmental structure. Oh, yeah. They would love to have an well, opportunity to vote for somebody, and they, and they don't get to do that. And I think maybe that's... Another part, as you said, you know, why be involved is because somebody's going to be involved and their their issues are, you know, are going to rule the day. Somebody's going to be voting. Right. But the other thing is, I think that there's a there's a, you know, millions of people across the globe. Right. And throughout time and eternity that haven't had the privilege and opportunity that we actually have today. And so so few of us actually take advantage. You of know, it. that's really a good point. I mean, if you go down to the Texas Capitol, literally nothing is done in secret. I mean, bills are heard. Uh, in committee before they make it to the floor, any Texan can go down and any of the thirty million dollar tech uh, thirty million Texans can come down yeah. and and uh, voice their opinion. Uh, and then we have a big gallery, both the House and Senate chambers have a big gallery. Any citizen can come there anytime and, and watch this. And, and you're absolutely right, Dan. I mean, I mean that is that's such a blessing that we enjoy and we we take it for granted. Uh, but there's so there's millions. Um, of people across our globe that are um, just harmed by their by their former government, dictatorships, communism, socialism that have had terrible ramifications, lost over 100 million people last century, uh, either suffered or died under socialism or communism. And and so, yeah, we, we really do have a blessing. At a minimum, we need to participate that. And we can, people would be really surprised how much of an influence they can have. Mm. Again, it goes back to that, how accessible uh, locally elected officials are. Pick up the phone, send them an email if you want to get involved in their campaign. But really, as, as men, we really need to show leadership in this area. We need to make sure our families are voting, our friends are voting. We need to push people uh, to vote and share our worldview on why we think certain candidates really represent our values more than others. Um, all Christians should be voting their biblical values. That's hugely important. And if we're silent... Yep. Um, we're gonna we're not gonna have those represented. Amen. Well, good, Matt. Thank you for um, your representation uh, and putting yourself out on a ballot, right? So that um, you can actually provide that leadership for our state. 
Uh, so I appreciate that. And then thanks for coming in and just kind of sharing some of your experience and thoughts with us today. I loved it. We need to do this again. Thank you for listening to Training for Manhood. If you found the conversation to be valuable, make sure to rate us where you listen to podcasts. Also, check out additional content on our website, trainingformanhood.com. That's training4manhood.com. Until next time, in the words of King David, be strong and show yourself a man.